It's a fond farewell to the games for now. The night draws in here in Gibraltar as we say goodbye to an event which has created lifelong memories for more than 150 Manx athletes. From start to finish, Team Isle of Man has been among the medals, and that was certainly true on the final day of competition, where history was indeed made by the flag bearer Kim Clegg, who is now a four-time badminton doubles champion. For the final time in 2019, welcome to the Island Games Review with myself, Chris Cave. And there is so much to cover this evening, as always it seems, as the medal count rose once more today, seeing us finish second in the overall table behind Jersey. We started as we meant to go on. The first event of the day began at 10 o'clock in the men's half marathon. And two guys who are known oh so well, now not just on the Isle of Man, but also by the wider athletics community, Ollie Lockley and Alan Corlett made it a 1-2 finish with gold and silver secured. They spoke to me about ending their Island Games experience on a high, also helping to earn the team gold too after a seventh place finish from Max Costley. And you two, one, two in the half marathon. It was always meant to be, surely, training partners, partners in crime and delivering a uh, one, two in the half marathon. Always meant to be, surely, Ollie. Uh, I think so. Yeah, we've trained uh, hard for this one. Um, we did a few, well, we did a half marathon at the start of the year and training's been more 10k oriented. So it was uh, good to see that we can still run fast over the half and get a one, two. And any problems with the route in particular or was it plain sailing all along? I wouldn't say there was any problems, although I did nearly get hit by a car when, uh, <laughs> when someone moved the cones and the car came round, and, and I, I couldn't stop, to be honest, at that point. I think, yeah, I, I probably got a bit tired towards, like, mile 10 and 11, and then when the sun came out, I was starting to just, my legs just started to feel a bit jaded, but, um, yeah, all plain sailing, really. What about yourself, Alan? Because there were a few cars on the route. I know the traffic had to get stopped a couple of times just to allow the runners through. So did that pose any additional problems for you? Uh, not so much for myself. By the time like I was lucky to avoid the problem while he had I seen it, but um, I had time to react further up the road for that. Uh, I didn't really have any problems with the traffic or anything all the course. It was pretty smooth away for myself. And both of you were pretty much, uh, from what I saw, in the, in the running from the outset, 1-2 early on, I saw you go by, uh, I think three laps of it you did. Um, was it helpful having Ollie sort of setting the pace for you? Uh, it was. We, we did discuss a bit of team tactics, but they seemed to go out the window pretty early on when you start racing. So it, it was good. It was, I knew if I could keep them in sight that not many people would be able to push that hard. So just kept them there and tried to reel them in. It just wasn't to be today. Are you able to reveal what those tactics were? Uh, well, we, we had sort of agreed that we would let the other t guys take the pace and that, then we would react. Uh, I think it lasted for a whole 200 metres and that was about it. Then we were racing. Uh, you were away competing before you got here to Gibraltar. So did that take its toll on you at all? Or do you keep in, in good shape anyway and didn't really didn't really face you? You did say your legs were a bit jaded about 11 miles in. Yeah, um, I don't know really. I mean, I, I track 10Ks always take a lot out of me, probably more so than some longer events depending on how I feel that you know I, I didn't run that well when I ran in London so um, normally when I have a, a poorer one I tend to be, come off a bit worse from it because probably something's not quite right so I think I had long enough though in between to recover and I don't think that affected me at all. Had you been keeping tabs on how the athletes had been doing before you got here to Gibraltar? Uh, not really just a tab on Al I think yeah um, <laughs> just to make sure that what he's doing is all right but um, not not really I mean you know, a half marathon, it's more of a, you just, if you can't run a pace, you can't run a pace, you, you know, you just got to do your own thing. So I think if you focus on what you're doing, you'll, you should be fine. Gold again at the Island Games. Does it get any more special 
uh, than the first time or is it as equal every time you stand on the top step of the podium? Definitely equally as special, yeah. It's a real privilege to uh, represent the Isle of Man and uh, especially make it on the top step, yeah, it's a real honour. Finally, Alan, it's been a long week here at the Athletics Track. How would you assess not only your performance but that of your teammates as well? I think the whole of the Athletics team have handled themselves really well. We've enjoyed the sun whilst here but they over when it's been competition days they're staying out of the sun they're looking after themselves everyone's making sure everyone's got sun cream on shade water it's just a really good atmosphere and it's not actually dragged too bad any bold predictions for the events still to come i'm going to back our uh, back every all our manx athletes and going to get a good few medals out of today it signals an end to a great event for both Ollie and Alan Corlett, the latter winning golds in both the first and final days of competition. One sport we haven't yet featured in the review is sailing, but the Manx contingent eventually finished fifth in the team event. Donald Beggs in the laser standard rig discipline ended the games in fifth, and I caught up with him about how he and his teammates have fared here in Gibraltar. Uh, the conditions for the first few days were pretty variable. Uh, the breeze coming from the southwest made the race officer's job pretty hard. Um, a few long days out on the water, uh, but yesterday we had the wind switch around to the east, blowing off the runway uh, into the sailing area. Perfect steady conditions with sunshine. Couldn't have asked for more. How difficult is it for you and the rest of the sailing team? Because it's not like other sports. You have to adjust and adapt to the conditions that come your way. So they could change while you're out there on the water. So any game plan you did have completely goes out the window. Uh, it does, yeah, but we train in a load of different conditions from light airs to heavy winds. Um, the Isle of Man favouring the heavy winds. Um, so we have to adjust uh, on the water as it happens. In terms of the course, um, how has that been for you? Just describe the various courses you've had to undertake over the week so far. So the first part of the week we were running a... Uh, a windward lured course with a leg finish, um, varying on the number of laps to the breeze and the length of the course. Yesterday we were racing a more traditional um, windward lured course with a uh, upwind uh, gate finish. Um, both both standard practice for fleets of uh, this size and one design racing. Have you spent much time in the water, or have you managed to maintain upright throughout the week? I don't want to jinx it, but so far, so far we've been upright. Have you been sailing in various competitions such as the Island Games before or is this your first time in such a competition of this magnitude? So now this is second Island Games for me. Uh, competed in the Jersey Island Games um, in 2015, I think it was. Um, so yeah, I think in Jersey it was very light airs. They had a heat wave hit. Uh, here we have had more breeze, um, which is uh, favourable for me. Um, and yeah, in terms of the actual running the race, same race officer, um, so courses have been good. It can be frustrating at times. It feels like today you're going to have uh, plenty of winds to contend with. What have you made of the calibre of opposition? Uh, fierce opposition uh, in both fleets. Uh, I know in the radial fleet there's a uh, number four and GB squad um, busy training on Olympic path for Guernsey. Um, it's, it's been great competition, but it's what we've come away for. Push the game on further. Overall, would you describe your exploits here? I mean, we've still got some sailing to do uh, today. The competition's by no means over, but would you describe your Gibraltar 2019 experience as a successful one? Yeah, I would, completely. Uh, we've taken a lot away from it. Uh, we've got 
uh, a good path now to train for the 2021 games in Guernsey. Uh, it's great to catch up with a lot of the sailors who are here um, and we're also present in the Jersey games. So, no, it's, uh, it's been brilliant. News has broken uh, over the last day or so that uh, the 2027 games will be held in the Isle of Man. So that um, produces the, the possibility of you representing the Isle of Man at a home games. I'm sure that's something you'd be very, very keen to, to be a part of. Oh, completely. Um, anything to to promote the sport of sailing, uh, especially on the Isle of Man, uh, certainly something we'll be a part of. It'll be interesting to see if sailing makes the grade when the event heads to the Isle of Man in eight years' time. No medals, unfortunately, for the Isle of Man in the 10-pin bowling either, but yesterday Rob Burney scored strike after strike as he wiped out nearly all pins that stood before him. What had he made of proceedings at the Island Games? Uh, it's quite special. It's a long time since I've had any competition at this sort of level. So it's been a nice, good experience so far. And do you find do you have to push even harder at this level because the standard is higher, or do you just treat it like any other competition? Well, you have to treat it like any other competition. And the, the harder you push in bowling, it doesn't work. So you've just got to find the way of relaxing and allowing, you, allowing the... the, the the approach, the swing, just to be really smooth and consistent. You certainly appeared to be relaxed this afternoon. You certainly be uh, certainly appeared to be in your rhythm because I think you got strikes in nearly all of your goes. So, I mean, yeah, absolutely apart fantastic. Apart when I damn near fell over at the foul line <laughs> on the last ball. <laughs> yeah, it's frustrating. Was it, what, what do you put down to your success this afternoon? Is it just because everything felt right and you were in the in the zone, or was it? No, I know. I knew I had to bowl reasonably strong, consistently to make it into the Masters, and that was my aim today. And uh, how have you found your teammates this week? Have they been uh, supportive of you and and, and, oh, yeah. and everything you've expected from them? Yeah, yeah. They'll probably be here to support me tomorrow if I make it in, which I'm. Pretty close. Did you come here to Gibraltar with any specific ambitions, any targets that you really wanted to achieve? Yeah, take a, take a medal away. And what would it mean to you if you did get that medal? If you were stood on the podium with the Manx flag draped around your shoulders with, uh, with people applauding your efforts here? Um, I'd probably be in tears. But I'm Scott. Bowling for Manx. Bowling for the Isle of Man. So, but representing where I'm where I'm currently living is what I'm doing. On to a history maker now and Kim Clegg was eyeing a fourth consecutive gold in the badminton women's doubles. She was partnered this year by Jess Lee and the duo took on a Guernsey pairing of Chloe Letissier and Eleanor Johnson in the final. No one has ever achieved four successive titles, but then again, Kim Clegg isn't your average player. She's calm under pressure, she glides around the court and picks off any loose shots with incredible precision. She and Jess seem to have a great relationship both on and off the court, and after a straight sets victory to claim the top prize, they struggled to contain their emotions when I got the reaction to their win. I think it'll take a while to sit it, sink in. I think when we had the interview at the start of the week with the flag, I hadn't really thought about it, and I think it was playing on my mind throughout the week but when we went into the final I just kind of forgot about it and because Jess is so like calm and controlled it really helps me so I just followed her like calmness and yeah I think it'll take a while to sink in. As it got closer and closer to match point did you start to think about it or were you just concentrating on the game in hand? Honestly I hadn't thought about it I was thinking like on the third to last point I kind of 
went slightly over on my ankle so I was thinking please I don't want this to go to a third let's just finish it finish it finish it and that's all that was going through my head. Obviously you've got your own ambitions and want to win goals yourself but how aware were you that you were helping out your teammate in uh, making history? Um, it's been talked about before so Kim won the first two with Kristen um, and then I sort of stepped in um, but it's been it's just been amazing. Kim's so so good to play with, so experienced obviously. Um calling me old <laughs> Yeah, it's just been amazing to have someone of Kim's quality to play with. And your relationship on court seems to be fantastic considering you spend most of the year miles and miles apart. Yeah, it's been um it's been strange, hasn't it? Yeah. Um more recently we've been training a bit together. Um I go stay at Kim's house, so that's been quite nice. Um, we've had some we've had some doubles training. Yeah. Um a bit more than last time but um, yeah. we both went to Australia together so we know each other quite yeah. well um, yeah it's just got better and better I think yeah uh, just a word for your opponents as well because they seem to get the the first five points it took you a, a bit of a while to get to get on the board in the final today uh, but they made it close towards the end they didn't they didn't let you have it easily did no, they definitely yeah, they definitely gave it. They gave it everything. Um, we're both. We're, everyone's out here fighting for a gold medal, so you you can only expect them to do everything they can to to get that. Yeah. That gold medal is yours once again. Four consecutive gold medals now. And the question on everyone's lips will be: Are you preparing to come to Guernsey in two years' time? <laughs> okay. Apparently, I am. But we'll we'll see. We'll see. I've, I've come here a lot, so we'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> Uh, what about you, Jess? What are your plans for the short-term and indeed your long-term badminton career? Uh, I honestly have no idea. <laughs> a year and a half ago, I was in a, I was in a boot from Australia. Um, didn't even expect to play this. So um, we'll just see what happens. Uh, it's not easy winning a gold at the Island Games in any sport, but you did at times make it look quite simple there. I'm sure, though, that wasn't the case. You were concentrating extremely hard to make sure that the errors didn't creep in as you got closer and closer to match point. Yeah, I think that's the, when you're getting close to close to a match point, you just want everything to go over. And then it's, it's always the simple shots, the ones that feel dead easy are the ones that you end up making mistakes. You're almost like, oh, too relaxed. So yeah, it was good that we managed to get through it. What does it feel like then, girls? You will be on the top step of that podium when it comes to the medal ceremony later. The Manx Anthem will play and you are gold medal winners at the 2019 Island Games. It's honestly, I can't, I can't describe the, that feeling. Um, it's like one of the best feelings in the world to be able to stand and hear, your, hear the Manx National Anthem. Um, I'm just like so, <laughs> I think we're trying not to cry. Um, it, yeah, I'm just so like proud of myself in that oh. Yeah, we're just very happy. The record-breaking and history-making, hugely talented superstar badminton player Kim Clegg speaking with her amazingly gifted partner in her own right, a silver medalist in the singles event two this year, Jess Lee. Back to the track now, and the athletics team were hoping to cap off a great week by going out with a bang. And boy, did they! Buoyed by the earlier news of that 1-2 for Ollie Lockley and Alan Corlett, Rachel Franklin was the next to make an explosive impact at the Lathbury Sports Complex. Having won the 1500 metres gold earlier in the week, she added to it with both the 800 metres, in some style too, easing to victory. She was then part of the 4x400 metres relay team that also consisted of Phoebe Coates, Amy Kringle, Ashley Lackanicht, Lydia Morris and Hannah Riley. And they won the high prize there as well. Rachel, who registered a hat-trick of wins at the last Easter Festival of Running, talked to me about the amazing year she's having. 
Yeah, really happy. Started off the day going down to watch my boyfriend and my best friend, Ollie Lockley and Alan Corlett, go and win the team gold at the half marathon. And Al got a big PB, so I was dead happy with that. And then obviously came to the track and yeah, started off with the 800 meter final. I had a little England in my head. I wanted to get the 800 meter record. And luckily the wind died down for our race. So I just took the first lap a little bit steady and then tried to hit it hard on the second lap. And I managed to come home with a new Allen Games record and a season's best as well. So 2.9 high, I think. So the old record was 2.11, so I'm dead happy with that. And then literally half an hour afterwards, I had the four by four heats, uh, final, sorry, uh, with my girls. So yeah, I was on second leg and set the team up well. And then Amy went on third leg and then Ashley brought it home. So yeah, dead happy. And we got a new Manx record as well, so. If there is one, would you just describe the difference between standing on the top step of a podium by yourself and then surrounded by your teammates when you, you've shared the contribution to a race? Uh, fine, it, it always means something special when you're with like other people because it's so nice to be part of a team because obviously most of the time I'm only doing individuals so it was so nice just to be up there with the other teammates as well because we're all really close, spending a week together as well so it, it was really nice to bring home a gold medal with them guys. Even when you're out there on the track on your own, do you still feel that it is a team performance because of the way that you interact and you bond and you and you have a great relationship with your teammates? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, they all like spur you on. So every race, you're just giving it all, and it's just lovely to when you finish get all the home support as well. Uh, you did fantastically well at the 2019 Easter Festival of Running as well. You've come here, you've won medals galore. It's been a fantastic 2019 for Rachel Franklin. Yeah, I'm so made up. So hopefully I've got a couple more comps left, so hopefully I can get my PBs down and, yeah, finish the season. <laughs> uh, how are you going to celebrate with your teammates tonight? Uh, just going to have, like, maybe one or two drinks. I'm off to Santorini tomorrow with my sisters, so I don't want to have a sore head. Will there be more medals at the Guernsey Games in two years' time? Yeah, hopefully. Um, I obviously want to get that 1500 metre record back to me. Uh, this game, unfortunately, it was too windy, so I just thought, just go for the gold, don't go for the record, and try and get it in two years' time. Now we go to arguably the tightest race I witnessed at the track at the Games this year, and that came in the men's 1500 metres. Jersey's Elliot Dory was heading for the gold before, late on, out of nowhere, David Malarkey stormed to the finish to pip him to the post and win it for the Isle of Man. Here's what he had to say. Possibly one of the most epic races I've seen at the 2019 Island Games. It was neck and neck. You were actually behind right until the last when you stole the march. Uh, yeah, uh, well, I was boxed in coming around the bend and a gap opened up for me and I was just closing them down, down that last hundred and it just managed to get them before the line. Lining up at the start, were you eyeing a medal? Uh, well, I was just thinking I could maybe sneak a bronze medal, to be honest, but uh, to get the gold obviously means, means the world, so... And I saw your celebrations when you did, you knew you'd won it straight away, I don't yeah. think there was any doubt. The celebrations with your teammates, was that just the outpouring of emotion that, that the hard work and the effort was all worth it? Oh yeah, when you train every day uh, for years for this and then uh, when it pays off it, me it means the absolute world to everyone. And uh, the rest of the team works just as hard as me, so to, for everyone it just means a lot. Do you have plans now to, to go on and continue this success, whether that be in competition on the Isle of Man in the UK or indeed at an Island Games in the future? Oh yes, of, of, of course, yeah. Um, I've got a few competitions lined up and then in the years to come as well, we'll, we'll see what happens and then just go from there really. Uh, in eight years' time, and that is a long time away, uh, it would be a, a, game, a Games in the Isle of Man hosting it, named as the provisional host for the 2027 Games. Uh, you've just stood on the, the podium here after winning a gold medal. What would that feel like if it was in your homeland? 
Oh, the support would be amazing. Um, even here, it's uh, it's unbelievable. But back home, I, I couldn't even imagine what it would feel like. Just finally, describe what your experience of Gibraltar for the 2019 Island Games has been like. Uh, fantastic. It's been a memorable one, to say the least. It was a phenomenal race and one he certainly won't forget in a hurry. Neither shall I or anybody else who was there, I suspect. And so there were such great stories from the first to the last moment of the 2019 Island Games. But what has team manager Gary Jakeman made of it all? Well, from a personal note, I'm just so proud of all the guys and girls. The performances we've seen this week have been outstanding. I mean, I think we're second in the table, but that, you know, it's always a battle with Jersey. And we look forward to going back to Guernsey in 2021 and improve on it. There have been many highlights. As you say, we're, we're competing at the right end of the medal table, which is always good to see. And that battle with Jersey, it's kept things interesting, hasn't it? And I think it's kept the athletes on high alert and, and, and on their toes, knowing that they want to be the best and add gold to our tally. Absolutely. I mean, in the pool last night when we saw the relays just... It was just phenomenal, those performances. And I think we've got a glut of dolphins in the Games Village from all the gold medals we won last night. Jersey will always be strong. You know, they're a bigger island. Well, they're not a bigger island. They've got a bigger population to choose from. But, you know, we'll always give them a battle. And when we go to Guernsey, we shall see. It's not always about medals, though. We know that the athletes, uh, the athletics... Uh, the swimming and the cycling always prove fruitful for medals, but there have been some great stories from some of the, the sports which are not regarded as core sports. And even though they haven't been among the medals, they've registered PBs or just done themselves proud. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, I just see smiles on everyone's faces when we go around to the venues. They've enjoyed the competition. They have improved on their standards. And let's hope that keeps going. Uh, just so uh, finally, if I could get you to, to give us your, your highlight, if you could, if there is one particular standout moment that you can take away from this game. I couldn't dare do that. There were so many brilliant performances, both on track. You know, we've seen millimetres win gold medals here today and the same in the pool yesterday. I, I'm just, As I said before, I'm just so proud of all of them. And with that, the sun sets on the Gibraltar Games, leaving us brimming with pride at every one of the athletes who represented our island. Our final medals tally stands at 29 golds, 22 silvers and 17 bronze medals. With that, I leave you as work starts now to prepare for the next event in Guernsey in two years' time. Thank you very much for listening. Yeah.